Welcome to Behind the Scenes, Project Management at Siemens. In this podcast series, you are not going to hear project management methodologies, processes, or guidelines, or not even projects in particular. You are going to hear stories, personal experiences, and journeys of people behind the scenes, project managers and commercial project managers within Siemens from all around the world. I'm Darya Iran. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, Project Management at Siemens. In this episode, our guest is Guillaume Deray. Hello, welcome Guillaume. Thank you very much for joining us today. So why don't you start with introducing yourself? Hello, Daria. Pleased to talk to you. So my name is Guillaume Deray. I'm French national living in the UK. And I uh, have been living in the UK for many, many years now and have been working as a project manager for many years, so 15 uh, years plus in different industries, transport related, so all of them. So started with more or less half of my career in the automotive one, did a bit of aeronautical engineering, project management, and all these last years in traffic and the rail industry. And how did your journey start? I am an engineer and I've always been very much interested by anything technical and engineering, etc., etc. So I like very much technical matters, but I very soon realized I didn't want to be a technical expert. And role of a PM, so when I started, yeah, I, I realized it's a how all-encompassing the project manager role can be. So you're always in the front line, your customer facing, you work in a team. I thought, well, you know what, I absolutely love that and I never change since. What part of this role do you think fits most to your personality? So you mentioned a lot of different aspects. How do you see that it fits you the most? I would probably say two elements. The first one is indeed energies, passion or motivation, optimism as well that I would say characterize me. As a PM, you're the mood of the team. So what I mean is when it's hard, you're here to bring confidence, comfort to the team, to the team member, support them, etc. When maybe it's a bit more relaxed, well, you put a bit of pressure, you push, etc. You encourage. So it's really important. And I think it fits my personality. The second one is probably the diversity element. So I've always loved engaging with a lot of people from different cultures, countries, backgrounds, education. And as a PM, it's unbelievable, but you engage with, with everybody from all hierarchical levels of the company, from people working in a workshop to managing directors to you engage with all the department of the company. So it's extremely enriching and, and interesting. And I think for me, this diversity element is absolutely also key. Is this what most inspires you or what do you find inspiring in project management? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I would say the impact of your work and it's, it's a sense of an achievement, but as part of a team, 
And what I mean a team is Siemens together with your own teams, the supply chain, subcontractors, customer, your customer or your customers. When the project is delivered, it's this, all this hard work, it crystallizing in a new product, in a new service, etc. So I think it's the impact all that has on, yes, the customer, but also the communities, your small contribution to a more sustainable world. As I said, working in transport industries, it's improving people's mobility to make things quicker, easier, less pollution, so a smaller carbon footprint. And most of the time in this project, because they are all very challenging and it's all very difficult and complex, etc., is having the satisfaction to make something impossible come true. And it's all because of this hard work. So that's, that's, that's fabulous. I like it wow. quite a bit. Do you remember a moment where it clicks in you that, okay, now I leave my mark here, I am living my purpose here, and or I can see my impact in what I do as a profession? It's through the delivery of all these projects. And it's when you have the feedback from the team. When you have the feedback, a couple of months ago, I had a, I had a thank you card and it was, Oh, thank you for doing that. You're the glue of the team between all the members. And it's so heartwarming. It, it's great. And I think this is what makes you want to deliver better to be a better program manager, project manager, want to do more for the team, for the customer, etc. So I think it is, you have all these achievements on a project, but you have all these little satisfactions, these clicks, etc. that gives you the, the energy, the momentum, the pace of, of the delivery. So I think it is it's great. As it is giving you the satisfaction, it also gives you some tough times, right? So, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, can you give us an example of your one of your challenges, or what is the you know most challenging part of being a project manager in this in the company and in in your sector? Let me give you one anecdote. In a, in the last, that was a couple of years ago. I was at the customer premises abroad with my planner, chief engineer, and we had to. They were not happy about our latest, I would say, schedule and uh, delivery plan, etc. So effectively, what they did is the meeting started in the morning, but they locked us in a room together with some of their colleagues, and we were not allowed to go out. Uh, until we had delivered a schedule and committed to deliver this program. So that was quite tough because, okay, comfort breaks, of course, but otherwise no food, just water and, and, and work out. So it was nighttime when we left. Wow. And how do you cope with stress? So it must be hard. You know, you have the pressure and you have to deliver something. You have your team that you need to motivate. You have the customers to make happy. So how do you cope with the stress? We all know you have two types of stress. You have the adrenaline and you have the, I would say, the destroying stress. So important, I would say, is trying to, not to ignore it, but to turn the negative stress into some sort of adrenaline and challenges. We have a setback. We have another hurdle. We have this mountain to climb. The customer doesn't like that or that, or we can't deliver, or sometimes we, we fail to deliver something. What do we do? What do we put in place? to mitigate the impact? What do we do to, to still to deliver something? What, what can we offer? Important is to demonstrate that you do your best to deliver. And then it's how, I would say, the demotivation, you turn it into some sort of challenge and, and you remotivate yourself, the troops, etc., etc., And you gain, again, the confidence and the trust of the customer. So that's, that's how I would say I deal with that. 
Is it a good answer? Yeah. <laughs> there is no right or wrong, but I, I like know. the answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I recall you telling me once that, so in the project management, you cannot rely on what you already know and you have to embrace change and adaptability. And I think that's a great potential for growth in this role. How do you see this role helping you to grow both in your career and also as a person? It's a very good point. I think it's one of the very few roles that even at the end of your career, you can say, I've seen it all, I've done it all, etc. It's endless. The possibilities are endless. You know, you don't have two identical projects. If the scope is exactly the same, there will always be something different because something that you could change, you could deliver differently uh, or because you have to deliver differently. So, or because you want to improve the impact of the delivery of your project or you want to make it cheaper or you want to make it quicker, you want to make it with a better quality, etc., uh, etc. Et or you want to negotiate better something. So there is always, absolutely always potential for improvement. So, and it means learning new techniques, developing your, your soft skills, embracing digitalization to try to work more collaboratively, not just with your teams or, or your teams worldwide, etc., but with your customers, with your supply chain, etc. So it's a permanent and relentless process of learning, implementing, adjusting, learning, etc. And this is, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. You mentioned about digitalization and how do you think project management is being transformed with digitalization? So there are two ways looking into this. So on one hand, how we manage the projects are changing. And on the other hand, the solutions to the customers or how project management enable digital transformation of the customers is changing. So how do you see this? Maybe answering the second part of your question first, if, you, if I may. So, the, for instance, a project I'm managing is an enabler project to the digitalization of the railways in the United Kingdom. So it's effectively a revolution and completely transforming, changing what has been done in terms of signaling for the last 100 and 120 or 50 years, whenever the railways were initially developed and implemented in the UK. It's absolutely massive. So it will mean it's a change for all the communities, increasing the frequency of trains, increasing the safety, increasing the making commuting and traveling easier, quicker, etc. So it is a completely, it is a radical impact uh, on communities and it's helping and supporting the customer to, to do, to go digital. So impacting all the drivers as well, it's massive. The first part of your question regarding the impact uh, that digitalization has on the role of project manager, I would probably say it's a threefold. With the first one, and we've seen that also with the pandemic, I would say, unfortunately, but fortunately, because a fantastic aspect has been all the, the development and the use of collaboration tools, teams with SharePoint, etc. So uh, having less face-to-face but trying to have a bit more impact as well, you know, having a quicker turnaround, involving more efficiently our customer, our suppliers in decision-making process, delivering, I would say, more efficiently our project. So that's one aspect. The second one, I think, is all the initiatives that Siemens has developed and proposing to the, I would say, to the PMs to, I think, about the development of software with um, uh, initiative flow to try to expedite quicker and repetitive tasks 
by developing adequate and simple pieces of software, just again, to make things quicker, better, less boring, etc. Maybe for my project as well, there is one example related to AI, so artificial intelligence, where we will have to uh, retrofit locomotives, hundreds and hundreds of, of locomotives in the, in the next five, six years. And the program will never be perfect. There will be changes pretty much every day. So what we what we will be doing is looking how AI will be able to very quickly uh, provide us with an optimized schedule for the customer for us, despite the changes, we multiple changes we will have in the next few years. So absolutely fundamental AI. And the third one, I would probably say that it's also digitalization helps a PM to get all the data that we need in order to manage the progress of the project, you know, identify and mitigate risks and making sure you have, you are in control of projects. So uh, populating all your dashboards, your KPI, so key performance indicators, etc. This is what digitalization will allow us to do and to develop. So I think it makes it your life easier and you can concentrate on something else and just trying to have accurate data and not losing time in getting them. You mentioned the points where digitalization will ease your life. How about the harder part? So what is that digitalization and all these changing requirements and the new technology? How is it making your life harder as a project manager? As a PM, you're not an expert. So you rely on your team, you rely on experts to tell you what, how, etc. And it's like a tool. You, you need to know how to use it and how to best use it. But there are people who are here to support you. And I think it, it is what Siemens is absolutely great at is you have, you know, so many tools that you can use. The question is, which one do you think is best for the project? So you will tailor, you will have this toolbox and you say, okay, I need to do this one. For instance, for my project, I think Tableau would be a very good one to use. I'm not an expert. So what I've done is I've raised topic, discuss it with my line manager and see in the business where we could get help. And so uh, in a couple of weeks, when uh, when we will have someone coming from, from the business and other part of the business, we will be able to look at exactly what I need, what the project need, what we can put in place by when so that, yeah, we just makes our life easier. So it's again, the, you don't look at the, at the difficulty, or uh, but you look at what benefits effectively you can get and it's endless. So maybe the difficulty is you have a problem and then you have many choices or many tools that can support you. Maybe the difficulty is to find the right solution to that problem. So because we don't know the variety of the opportunities uh, with the technology we can use. How do you see that? I think it's you, you need to go back. Uh, I don't want to say to the basics, but what are you trying to achieve? What do you have to achieve? Go back to the to the customer, to the impact maybe these tools will have on the delivery of the project for the customers. You will be able to decide based on the feedback from the experts, and the expert will come to you, and you will or they will elaborate on the few options, and you will be able to decide with them. You're empowered to do it, and you will be able to say, okay, I think it's you know what, let's go for that. It's not your own decision, but it's supported by all these experts who would say, you know what, Guillaume, I think we, we should do that. And you implement it. And, and you know what, if something doesn't work, tweak it, change it a bit, 
And worst case, go back to the drawing board, blank sheet of paper and say, okay, we haven't, okay, it doesn't work. We haven't really achieved what we want, or maybe not in time, or maybe not with a, the expected level of quality, accuracy, whatever, and you change. So sometimes it could be a, a more agile approach where you don't really know what you will go for, but you pick one, you try, you adjust. Yeah, so you experiment, right? You experiment and you try. It's and you, part of it. It's part of it. How do you think about learning from failures then? And do you think that this role gives you the enough room to learn from failures or the Siemens give you enough room for learning from your failures? Well, it's only a question of, yeah, what do you learn? What in the next time will you be able to do better, to do quicker, etc.? So, you know, if you do nothing, you can't make any mistakes. So it's, again, <laughs> and I've known nobody who just, you know, does only mistakes. Uh, so it's absolutely key to acknowledge what maybe what has contributed to, and it's even not a failure or a mistake, but to, I would say to this result. And you take it as a, as a result and you, you analyze, you investigate a bit and say, okay, we need to change. We need to tweak. We need to learn and you apply. And of course, if you do two, three times the same sort of process, it's not ideal, but you know what? I've never seen the same mi mistake being repeated, you know, over and over again. It's not in the human nature. And as a PM, indeed, you, you need to focus to have the team, the team member focusing on, okay, that's good. We've done that. Fine. Not quite there yet. You know what? Let's push it. Let's try something else, etc. And it's making sure when, when you go to your customer and you say, okay, Yeah, really sorry for that. This is not this is the anticipated result and outcome of process or decision or etc. And you look at what you can do to again to mitigate impact and to deliver. A bonus question to you. What is the most Oop. fun part? <laughs> you were not prepared for this, I guess. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Daria. Oh, I don't know. You you really also what I've learned is you own your career. And the fun part is as a PM, because you, you can work in any industry, there is always something to do, something to deliver, something to implement, something to put in place, something to improve. And the fun part is, for me, is this sort of, it's never the same. It's always a novelty and it's, that's what pushes you. So uh, you, you can't just say, you know what, I've done that, that's it and all, and all good, etc. No. Because the next time will be again another challenge. So it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, uh, never being bored is... is It's the fun key. part. It's a fun part. <laughs> It's a fun part. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, great. So what would you give as an advice to yourself if you could, you know, be at the start of your career? What would you have done differently? I think it is... is Career ownership as a PM, Siemens offers you so much, uh, can support you in so many different ways. It's what, what motivates you. If you want to go, uh, if you want to have international project, you can have international project. If you want to work uh, on something extremely technical, immaterial, just software, you can. If you want to so uh, work on something and work on projects that are 
very material piece of a factory, complete factory, trains, etc. You can. And effectively, the possibilities are so the range, the portfolio of projects within Siemens, where we are hundreds and hundreds of project managers, the range of product and services is so is so wide. There is always something that you haven't done. So explore, go ask, keep asking, challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone because this is how you grow. This is this is how you develop yourself. And this is little by little how you make your comfort zone much, much bigger. So I think it's this sort of thing is don't be shy and the world is yours and Siemens is absolutely fantastic to support you here. Wow, thank you very much. Thank you, Gim, for being with us today and thanks for this very good conversation. Thank you very much, Daria. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. I'm Daria Iran. This podcast is a production of Siemens. If you would like to explore our world, please visit Siemens.com.